Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about football, fatherhood, cool uncles, and celebrity boxing. Get, get Clark out of here, and all of a sudden we're we're, we're sink beasts. We found the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of always suspected it was him. We solved the problem. It's that computer lag. That lag is real. Yeah, he did fall into a time vortex last week and True. get lost during sinking. Happens sometimes. We call mm. that a sinkhole. <laughs> oh, wow. dad joke is out of the yeah. way. Wow, I'm gonna be a great but, dad someday. I, I just <laughs> yeah, when are you guys gonna have kids, man? Fuck by now. <clears throat> Nicole's right, cool. been barking up that tree. I uh after she graduates and we get, you know, settled, we'll we'll talk about it. Um it, it, when Clark and I went and visited you in Texas, we were walking through that park and there was like kids playing over there and she turned to us and she's like, I want one. And Clark got like went gray. He's like, Nicole, don't fucking tell me that. I, I don't I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh that's where I'm at. Um, you know, we got pressure from the grand or the in-laws and all that shit. And it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I like being selfish and, um, having money and stuff. <laughs> if I was going to yeah, be honest, I, that's literally what it comes down to. Being selfish is, is kind of great. I, I, I get it. Uh, I mean, kids will probably be fun though, too. That's the thing. Like it's, yeah. it's an, it's a weird like investment. Like, the idea of having kids sucks, but as Pete, I mean, you you could probably contest it's probably like one of the greatest feelings you've ever had in your entire life. At the same being time, being a dad is fucking awesome, um, and that's coming from a guy that said he never wanted kids his entire yep, life. True. So like, mm-hmm. being a dad is fucking dope. Like I wouldn't trade these little dudes for the world. They're they're that's, my favorite that's people. Awesome. <clears throat> no, and you, and you could tell, man, because like I know before, um, you know, I hadn't. There was a big hiatus where I didn't get, I didn't really talk to anyone. And as soon as I saw you mm-hmm. had kids, you're like a different fucking person. You just seemed a lot happier in life. So, no, nah, dude, that's that's what's up. That's awesome. Highly <laughs> recommend it. Well, I'll put yep. a Yelp review. Uh, five out of five stars. Yeah, five star definitely would recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Give it a shot. My my very white waspy parents have begun doing things like buying children's books. And then storing them upstairs in the house. Wow. And sending those as, messages. Yes. Gross. As opposed to my very blunt uh, Puerto Rican in-laws that will just yell at me uh, to have kids and then just scream incredibly sexually explicit things at my wife uh, across the dinner table. So it's, it's two very different kinds of pressure. But they're the uh, same. The same end goal, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone. Everyone wants kids. Uh, and we want kids too, but we're kind of doing the thing where, I don't know, drinking all weekend, and hanging out, <laughs> and just not having to worry about that stuff. That's fair. I mean, I, you remember when we were at the the other draft party last year, and all the guys with kids are like, "Well, when are you going to have kids?" Blah blah. Do you realize that by the time they're going off to college, you're going to be like retirement age and you're just not going to be able to enjoy being an empty nester i'm like do you realize i spent my entire 20s fucking around and drinking and partying while you were changing diapers so like it's a it's a horse of peace my dude yeah it's do you want that fun time now or fun time later it really is uh it's kind of an interesting thing but like a lot of a lot of people our age and younger like are 
either not having kids. I mean, you know, you've, I'm sure you've heard the whole thing where they're worried about the workforce and everything in the United States, which is really mm -hmm. interesting, but it's just like the ebb and flow, I assume. This so. is definitely a uh, good conversation to have without Clark on the show. Oh, because... for sure. No doubt about it. <laughs> I don't want kids. No, I never want kids. I never want to get married. I never want anything. I don't, I used I don't to be like that, too, though, to be fair. so I, I, I mean, honestly, uh, Clark's person-to-person -person interaction is this like this is exactly how he's cultivated how he talks to other people that aren't his cat <laughs> so I, I, past that he's not interested which is fine the, yeah, the, the, the dude operates on his own thing but For sure yeah i know everyone has their thing it's very strange because even when i was going through the thing where it's like i never want kids i never want that i wasn't like hostile about it. He's <laughs> almost like, hostile at some points. It's like, <laughs> fucking relax, bro. It's okay. Which is crazy, because you see him around Pete's kids, and he is, like, super great with them. And everything. Oh, yep. And Clark would probably make a great dad, but it's like, nah, you gotta feed them and water them, and then they start to stink after a while, and... Shower uh, them, bathe them, change their stinky butt. Mm -hmm. And if they die, you go to jail. Yep. Like it's like yeah. it's it's just contractually not... obligated to keep them alive. Yeah, legally. Like, he, see, he wants he wants the uncle life, right? He wants to have all the fun parts where he can come, he can play catch, he can wrestle with them, he can have fun. And then when it's like time to get sassy and like throw a fit and meltdown, nope. Okay, those are your kids. I'm fucking out of here. You guys have a good day. Well, he's also probably the uncle that like you call for bail money. Like, it's like, can you not tell my dad? Yeah, no problem. I'll bail you out, man. We'll get, we'll get you home. They won't even know you're gone. Like, 110%. 110%. Yeah. I think it's good to have someone that, like that growing up. I, I certainly had my, my version mm -hmm. of that. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. everyone did. An uncle you can buy weed from? Yeah. Oh, 100, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You mean your uncle didn't give you free weed? <laughs> like, what the... It was discounted. You guys, guys have some stingy-ass uncles. The, Dude, man's got to eat. Teach, you got to teach him about economics, man. There is no, there is no free ride in life. <laughs> That's capitalism at its best, baby. You don't want to teach your nephews to be the guy that shows up to party and like smokes weed thinking it's free. Like, no, no one likes that guy going up and smoking up everyone else's fair. weed. Fair, totally you don't fair. want you don't want your sons to grow up being that guy. And and Clark's got your back, man. He, he's not gonna let that happen. Yeah, he'll even, he may even add like a finder's fee on there just to make sure he's getting his cut. Oh, he absolutely would. That dude is stingy as fuck. <laughs> I know he yeah, is. He's gonna fleece the fuck out of your kids. God, he's bad it's enough. Like, I know. I know your dad's got money. Yeah, I, I know your dad's got money. So like, work it over. <laughs> This is just the uh, TC Grill podcast. No football. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Just grilling. I know. I don't know. As far as the way we've grilled people in absentia, I think he's probably gotten it the easiest so far. Um, yeah, because we all have our shtick. Um, mm -hmm. I'm the athletic one. Um, mm -hmm. AJ's the old man. Um, Pete works too much and ha is the family guy. Although, I mean, that's kind of cutting it. <laughs> lightly as well and then tc just skates by somehow so mm -hmm. yeah this feels good so when you started off by saying that you were the athletic one i thought the rest of ours were going to be like jokes no to like i mean ma to, to match I'm, the first the one athletic i meant the yeah. unathletic sorry oh okay I, let me re like, retract so i'm the I, I, unathletic <laughs> one unathletic you're the one. old man right. yeah sorry 
All right. Okay. My good. Bad, good. Because I, I, I was like, wait, no, the other two were true, and then yours, yours was clearly a lie. So <laughs> it, 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 it didn't track across the all three. I think, I think we're yeah. playing two truths and a lie. I think that's what he was getting yeah. at without and saying that's it. That's the lie. That's yeah, the lie. That's the lie. Yeah. Well, you ruined it. It was for the viewers. They don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Do we well, have any, if they it, listened to previous podcasts, they would know the. Hail Mary story and the breaking of the nose with a football. Like if you've been down this <laughs> it road, it was a pinky one, and I caught that son bitch too. No, you did not. It bounced I off did. your fucking face. We're thinking of a different ball. Oh, different I think pass I, then. I think I meant the one where I actually broke my pinky from Pete. No, that I, I caught, was, and it was a touchdown. I, I was thinking of the one where you were backpedaling while trying to catch a ball and it looked like you were clapping with your arms fully extended and the ball went through your hands and just popped you in the face. That's the one that we're thinking of. Oh, I assure you the sun was in my eyes. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah. I remember I remember this because I was playing quarterback. White was bitching that I was never giving him the football. I said, just fucking get your ass into the end zone and I'll get it there. Can you throw that far? Bitch, I'm positive. Get your fucking ass in the end zone and I'll, throw, I'll hit you. <laughs> sure enough. Asses in the end zone, arms are up. I said, I got this motherfucker. <laughs> Dime. Straight to the nose. <laughs> Sorry Football. for stretching for shit to talk about, but like this is like one of the truly dead weeks in the NFL because everyone is just sitting holding everything close to their chest because the draft is boys, the draft is one week away. I am so goddamn excited. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be stuck at work. Th- I asked off Thursday and Friday. Because Pete's a sucker. I, I will be stuck at work. Three to midnight. My schedule got changed. <clears throat> Damn. Oh, that's a fucking they brutal blow, too, dude. Harsh, that's dude. literally just during the draft. Like, you just have to work the draft. Yeah, pretty much. Barf, dude. Yeah. God damn, dude. Well, you'll, you, it, hopefully it's not so busy that you can't actually, you know, you can keep up, though, right, at work? At least, oh, we're going to be. Do you have your phone on you at work? Can we text you at work? Yes. Okay, we will be 100% doing that. Yeah, because when Justin Fields gets picked up by the Falcons, I want to make sure that everyone knows that I called that, and we can go on with our day. Dude, so I'm glad you brought that up. Like, I'm legitimately worried about this dude in the the dome. The dude, he's struggling with epilepsy right now. So, like, they're like, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? I had not... Hold on, I'm Googling that, because that sounds like fucking Twitter news if I've ever fucking seen that. Nope, I heard it today. I heard it today. So, like, he's struggling with epilepsy, so it's, like, it's not nope, gonna... Yeah. Like, it shouldn't mess with him. Out, like, in an out... Like, in, in an outside stadium, it probably wouldn't be such a big deal. But if we're inside the dome and we're doing all kinds of stupid lights and shit, like, what what's gonna happen with uh, Justin Fields? Mm, this sounds like news deliberately leaked the week before the draft to push someone down the board. That, this, I was about to say, this, this is weird. This, this is fucking Belichick shenanigans, if I have ever seen it. This is fucking psyops, dude. 100%. So, I have previously been mild... Can I read this real quick before you yes. say that? This, yeah. is, this is insanity. Justin Fields has been taking his medication and has not had any recent issues. It's possible he may have already outgrown the illness... Who dug this shit up? Yes, I mean he played multiple years in college and never had an issue. Right? What the like, fuck? The, uh, epilepsy in 2021 is a very manageable disease in most cases, and obviously, yep, this is Belichick shenanigans if I have ever fucking seen it. So, 
I have previously been mildly critical of certain parts of Justin Fields' game and pushed him down the board. Justin Fields is 100% the guy that the more tape you watch on him, the better he gets. Yes. And I made like a, a jokey comment last week where at his second pro day, he just did the Zach Wilson throw where he threw from hash mark to hash mark 50 yards. And like, haha, well, if he can do that, why the fuck? Why fuck with Zach Wilson? Because because that dude can do everything else better than Zach Wilson, and he can do that. And I made that joke, and then the rest of the week I'm like, "Holy shit, he made the Zach Wilson throw." Why would I fuck with him? Fuck with Zach Wilson if I could have Justin Fields? And I yeah. I'm kind of thinking, why fuck with Zach Wilson when you could have Justin Fields? Because I, I still like Zach Wilson. I think his upside is great. But he's kind of the opposite of Justin Fields, where the more tape on him you watch, the more you get concerned about stuff. Yep. So I know you made the comment last week, Pete, that you were kind of scared of him, and I'm kind of coming close to where you you are at with him. Um, I think ranking guys is, especially because all of our rankings have changed so much throughout the history of the show and draft season. So let me phrase it like this. Um, if I'm the Jets at two, I take Trey Lance. If I am the Niners at three, I take Justin Fields. So that's how I I would go if I was God of the draft. That's how I think it should go. I don't think it will go that way. And if anyone's going to make the wrong call on quarterback, it's going to be the Jets. So, uh, you know, so ju- just like you're coming around on Justin Fields, I'm coming around on Trey Lance. Yep. My position on Zach Wilson doesn't change. I, do, I still don't like the dude. His mm-hmm. girly ass shoulders. His like yeah, I don't like. Any, I don't like I anything over about Zach Wilson. Just because he's got like these these highlight reels doesn't make him a good quarterback. Like you got a highlight reel, sure. Like highlight scouting. So, yep. Anyway, I'm coming around on Trey Lance, just like you're coming around on Justin Fields. Yeah, so I think those should be two and three, but I. I think Justin Fields and Trey Lance, however you want to rank them, uh, and then I put Jack, Zach Wilson behind them. And I know that we're kind of on an island there on that, as far as talking heads go. Uh, so, did you, what hear do you about feel the, about that, Cody? Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Cody. Um, I mean, I don't really disagree with you. Um, mm-hmm. I do. You, okay, like preface this in third. Forty Nine ers are staying at third. We we all agree on that. I, I yeah. I mean, they pay too much to get up there. Yeah. Because I see a lot of people having Mac Jones, Mac Jones uh, at three, was, and I don't, I don't see it. Like Justin Fields to me is Smoke so screen. much better than Mac Jones. Um, it's more psyops. Yeah, I, I don't understand mm-hmm. the hype or like the talking heads. Uh, from what I've seen, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I would think Justin Fields at three. If he doesn't, I think the Falcons take him at four. That's just what I, I think. I mean, I would love Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I've said that multiple times. I would take Justin Fields in a fucking heartbeat. Absolutely, and that would be really exciting for your team. Like, I, you guys are literally a quarterback away, and maybe an entire well, defense roster, an entire defense away, and some <laughs> yeah. offensive lineman away, and a running back away. Okay, okay, and okay. A third okay, receiver okay, okay. away, a tight end. Yeah, but okay. I'm so saying there's, there's a few aways the there. The coaching away. The way the way the Falcons play, I feel like if they had a big dick quarterback, like they could carry so much because their offense has always been explosive. I think it literally is the quarterback. All this. All this Matt Ryan slander continues. Man, he can't. Dude, how do you, how do you game, throw for bro? 400 yards a game and lose yes. the fucking game? I, 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 this is the first time this show I've missed Clark because him and I are alone on the Leave Matt Ryan Alone Island. See, here's the thing. Like I, 
if if they take Justin Fields in this draft, I will support the leave Matt Ryan alone concept. Let Justin Fields sit behind Matt Ryan and because he's defeated and <laughs> cook and cook for a little while, and then bloop, off we go. It's like not speaking ill of the dead at that point. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, okay, fine, I guess, but I'm, I'm not going to count that as a victory. That's not you coming to my side. I will That's never, you, I, never, I will never. Yeah, how That's mu- just you making me irrelevant. How, um, how much do you think, kind of a, it's related to this, I'm going to loop around, but how much mm-hmm. do you think player bases, like, you know, because when in a situation like this, okay, Matt Ryan's not popular with the Falcons fan base by any mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. Um, he just isn't. So say Justin Fields goes there. Say he sits. The fan as soon as you guys lose a game, like gonna, as soon as you guys are up, for Justin Fields, absolutely, mm-hmm. they're going to be chanting for Justin Fields. How I much do you think it. the coaching staff actually pays attention to that? Like, does that actually sway their opinions at all? Do you think? Because we see it with like, uh, let's say Green Bay. Like Green Bay, yeah, you guys have love, but at the end of the day, like. It's Aaron Rodgers. No one's going to be like, no, fuck Aaron Rodgers. We lost this game. Let's get love out there. No, no one's going to fucking say that because it's, it's Aaron fucking Rodgers. But nine times out of ten, they're wanting like everyone's head because they want their brand new shiny toy out there. Do you think do you think they listen? Because it seems like they do. I don't think I don't think the coaches listen because the coaches are just out there to win football games and play a good game. I think it's more so like the the GMs and the owners that listen because okay. they're trying to fill seats and make that bread. So like if they're not selling tickets to the fan base that's you know boycotting whatever or chanting for someone, they're not getting it. They're the ones pushing to get that player in, and the coaches are just like, fine, fuck it, I guess let's go. Got it. No, that that makes sense. I, it's just it's rare that you actually get to see a quarterback that needs to sit there and cook actually be able to do that. Uh, uh, Pat, Pat Mahomes was the last <clears throat> one that did it. Because he sat and cooked for a whole year. True. Um, well, it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But I'm saying is if you have a shitty quarterback that is like a, a journeyman or someone who is kind of on the downslope, a la you know, Matt Ryan, it's pretty rare that you get to see someone actually sit there and cook for an entire year. Well, and the reason that Pat Mahomes thing was allowed to work was because the Chiefs were winning that year. They made the playoffs. And, I mean, Alex Smith was playing like Alex Smith always played. Which is perfectly fine. Serviceable. Perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 not bad enough that you could yank them. That was also the year where they were like, they were like 13 and three, but they played like eight backup quarterbacks. There was like that weird thing where they were just getting the best matchups ever. Yeah, I, I remember that. Well, that, and you also have Andy Reid, who I think has enough respect to be like, no, he's not playing. Um, I don't know if every coach can pull that weight, but there are a few, and I think Andy Reid is definitely one of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna look here because I want to see what the prop bets are for the draft. So, looking at the prop bets, the thing that immediately jumps out at me is Mac Jones doesn't have the 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 best odds to go three. Um, Justin Fields does. At three. So yes. So Vegas, okay. Vegas ain't buying it. Okay. So Vegas ain't buying it. I'm also not buying it. They okay. have Justin. They have Justin Fields. They have who? Do they have there. they have Zach Wilson at two still. So Zach Zach Wilson has the best odds to go at, at two. He's like minus three thousand five hundred. Yep. So they have that written in ink, basically. Yep. Big time favorite. Trevor Lawrence is minus a hundred thousand. <laughs> Holy shit! God damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have never seen odds at anything at minus a hundred thousand. So that's about as sure as anything. Wow. And you, you get plus 50,000 if you take Patrick Sertan to be the first cornerback ever taken first overall. And over under for running backs is 0.5. So do you basically think one person, will, uh, one running back will go in the first round? One running back? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Be the Steelers. Steelers are guaranteed. Oh, yeah, because they just got rid of John Connor. He That's went it. back and Yeah. Time. Yep. <laughs> no, I, that would be a pretty sick fit, actually. Um, yeah, only one, though. There's no way to go. I, I couldn't see that happening. I, I think the second one will go, like, early in the second is kind of what sure. I would think. Yeah. But not, not, not the first, unless no. something crazy I'll say unless happens. it's a trade, and then somebody trades back, yeah. and they get extra value. Like, then I could see a, a, the second running back going in the late first. But yeah. I, would, I would probably agree. Total wide receivers taken in the first round, 4.5. That's a lot. Actually. It does. Will five receivers <laughs> go in the first? I'm going to bring up my... I think there's a strong possibility for it. I do, but I also don't think, like, is someone going to go, yes, Elijah Moore, 100% hard stamp that, or like, eh, let's wait and see what happens at receiver, because if I don't get Elijah Moore, well, then I can get Tony, or I can get Rondell Moore. But one of the Moore is as good as the other one. Like, people could sit on that, knowing that's a deep class, and just you know, come back like a vengeance in two right. or three. And, and then just go yeah. all like the defensive ends and the offensive linemen. And mm-hmm. I only had four going in the first round on my, really? my draft. Yeah. I think I had more than that on mine. I think I had six. I had a lot. Cause yeah, I had, okay. I had, I had Bateman and Tony and I think uh, Elijah Moore in my first round too. I had more than uh, in mine, but I see. I think yeah. I had, I think I had Chase Waddle Smith uh, Tony, Rondale, Bateman. So, like, there's six right there I think I had. Damn. Kyle Pitts over or under pick 5.5. Over or under 5.5? I'm going to say yeah, under. Five I'm going to say under. I think he so, goes in the fourth or fifth round. I don't see him going past that. <laughs> no, the pick. pick. But, pick. like, yeah, pick. Uh, uh, I, meant so, pick. I meant pick. Yeah. I meant the so, fourth or the fifth pick because I don't see him getting yeah. past Atlanta if there's not a good quarterback. Well, there. See, there's not a good quarterback. I can see that the, uh, I can see the Falcons trading back out of that. It's just a matter of who trades up to take either Kyle Pitts or whoever they're looking to get. It's basically does he go to Cincy is the question. Like, that's what that bet is. Does he go to Cincy? I, don't, yep. I, I, I would go over then. Be, and and that, that's where the money is. That's, that's plus 120. I'm just going to go ahead, actually, and add that to my little bet sheet right there. there you go. I, no, I, I kinda, that's funny. I'm kind of with Pete, actually, because it, I don't think it is that cut and dry because there's a good chance that the Falcons do trade back and whoever goes there, I don't know. That's, that's a weird bet. I, mm-hmm. I'd still say I'd, still, I'd take the under on that. See, I might, okay, take, the, I might take the over just based on like the uncertainty. So basically, does he go to Cincy? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no, because I, I think it's either either Chase or Penny Sewell. Okay, so but I, then I, let's think about this for a second. Who's their tight end? I don't think I don't think it matters. I think if they're going offensive weapon, they're they're they're, they're gonna take Jamar Chase. 
But I, I think I, it does matter because who's who's a free agent tight end right now? All they're all gone. Even Jared Cook got signed. So like, yeah. But I, I, I'm just saying I don't think people care about tight ends. Like, oh my god, we have to have a tight end and Joe Burrow. I, I I don't necessarily think. I think, that. I think there's even, enough hype around this guy that you might be wrong in that regard. I I I. I, I that's why it's a bet. <laughs> so, but I, I, I'm just saying that that's what that's what I think. That's what I think. So that's where my money's at. So we need to see what else here that we got. Anything. Talk to you. Good luck to you, man. Good luck to yeah. you, man. Good luck. I hate I hate betting against my boy Kyle Pitts, but I. I just oh, your boy now. When he's all happen? of our boys. He's America's boy. <laughs> He's the next Captain America. I think he might yeah. be in the next episode. Actually, it, it, everyone fucking loves. Yeah, everyone loves Pitts, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, we do. No one. He's one of those guys. No one's allowed to technically say that he's their boy because he just belongs to the world. But you guys remember in a podcast, I got a little. I got a little roasted for saying Kyle Pitts was uh, overhyped. That sounds like something we would do. Yeah, it does sound like something yeah. we would do. I, I said that, and then I got a little roasted. But I still, I, uh, I still believe he might be a little overhyped. Okay. I I have no doubt, but I still think he's really good. And I still think if he went five, he'd be be worth taking at five. Uh, I think he's the best offensive skill position in the, in the draft, and I hope he doesn't get picked that way, because then I win money. Um, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, will their first picked player be defensive? Plus three seventy five. It's a weird pick. No. It's basically saying, will they trade back and take a defensive player? I don't. Even if they hmm. trade back, I don't know if they'd yeah. necessarily take a defensive player. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. And then if you think uh, the Baltimore Ravens will take a kicker, punter, or long snapper first with their, with their first pick in the draft, what? you get plus 50,000. What, <laughs> what was the Falcons one? What was the... Uh, the, posi- the position of the team's first drafted player. Defense or offense. Yeah, but what was the, what was the total? What was the bet over... Uh, uh, Defense is plus three seventy five, and offense is minus six fifty. Do you guys remember what I had on my big board for this? I'll give you a hint. It was a defensive player. Oh, you had Patrick Sertan going at like four, didn't you? Sure yeah, did. really. There you go. It means okay. you should take that bet, man. Put yeah. your money where your mock is. Listen, dude. I've seen him do some stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to talk about this the night of our fantasy draft. But who do you think the worst team? This is pre pre this draft. Who do you think the worst team is going to be next year? Like number one overall pick in twenty twenty two. So I, I'm sorry, Cody. I think I feel pretty strongly it's going to be Houston. It was going to say it was it was between the Jets and Houston. No, I I don't feel bad. I completely fucking agree. I don't know which of those two though. I think the two worst rosters in, in football are Houston and Detroit. Detroit. Outside of like DeAndre Swift, who they only want to use occasionally, it feels like that entire offense is completely devoid of anything close to NFL caliber talent. Like it's it's just atrocious. It's one Especially, of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Yeah, they got rid of their only real asset. So yeah, or they, they didn't even like get rid of them. They're just like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we will not use the money we have to sign this guy. And it's not like their defense is, is any better. It's just Trey Flowers and Jeff Okuda and then a bunch of bombs. And we don't even and know if Jeff Okuda's a real dude yet. Like, Yeah, exactly. I don't know that he knows, remembers how to play football. Is it, it Was Matt Patricia just that incompetent that he didn't know how to use a good player, or is that dude just not a good player? 
And I feel like we got we got to find that out this year. That Patricia is bad. He was awful, though. My God, he's he's definitely football poison. But Houston, especially if um, uh, fucking Watson is too busy being in jail to play football, it's GG Uh, then, dude. Like it's it's game over, man. (laughs) When Tyrod Taylor is out there slinging it Uh. to. Where well, Brandon Cooks would be standing if he hadn't pulled his hamstring the week before. I was going to say, you're one uh, concussion away from having, like, two wide receiver three and fours. <laughs> yeah. I don't, even, I don't even know who they have past that, because Will Fuller's not there anymore. Nope. Uh, we went over this Randall. last time. Randall Cobb. Randall, yeah. oh, is Randall Cobb still there? I thought Dante he was Moncrief. No, he's still Dante Moncrief, fuck! Yeah. Dante Moncrief, that's the guy I keep forgetting that's there. And there's For a good reason, because he's not good. There's one more. I said it last podcast, and now I can't remember it to save my life. We're going to look up. We're gonna, there's a lot of Google yeah, in this episode. I'm looking it up. A lot of editing. Don't worry about it. Uh, is it Willie Sneed? Yeah. No. No, is he no there? No fucking way. Shit's about to come full circle. Oh, my God. Please be Willie Sneed. Oh, yeah. We got Philip uh, Lindsay as well, which isn't actually a terrible ad. but Chris Conley. Kiki Cutie's there. Yeah. Alex Alex Erickson. Andre Roberts and Chris Moore. Oh, dude, when you're plucking the bottom of Baltimore's receiving core to fill out yours, it's not great. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, your running backs are legit, though. Le- legitimately old. <laughs> um, and I undrafted. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, the running... Yeah. Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, David Johnson... Jesus Christ. That is a lot of IR spots that right, so you're going to have let, to clear let, let, out. Let's play this game real quick, Cody. We're going to play keep one, cut one, uh, and trade one. Okay. Oh, you know let's, do, let's do start, bench, and trade. Or cut. Start, bench, however trade. Out of those it. three? Yep. Start, bench, cut. I like it. Um, I would start Lindsay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I know. Um, I would probably bench Ingram and DJ. I'd probably cut. Legitimately, I would probably I'd probably switch Mark Ingram and David Johnson. But I think Philip Lindsay is by far the best actual I think NFL player too. there, yeah. and that's so <laughs> sad. Like I'm on the same I'm on the same thought plan as as Kunzi and like. For the reasoning why is like David Johnson and Philip Lindsay, I think are more closely matched. Where like, where I I could, I could plug and play as needed. So like, if one dude needed a break mm-hmm. or like needed to, you know, if old ass David Johnson needed to go hit the oxygen, I could just throw Philip Lindsay in and, and roughly get the same kind of play style. Whereas Mark Ingram is like my bulldozer, where I can't like, which is I can't that's run why the same plays. that's why I had him on my bench for like a third down back. That is that is kind of my thought process. It's a different way. Well, also, the Philip Lindsay is the only guy that the last time we saw him, he was a good football player. True. Like, like the last he two guys l- yeah. looked done the last time we saw them. Like, say what you want about Philip Lindsay. Like, yeah, he, he was hurt last year, but I, I don't remember that guy ever putting bad football on tape. Like, I was surprised the, the dude's he, been I'm surprised productive. when he was gone. Uh, yeah, because I always thought he played really well. Um, I, I was shocked. That's, to work with. <laughs> I was shocked that's the best job he could get. That no one else wanted to toss some money his way. That like, because they they're not like they're paying him anything. Like why why not go to Miami 
well, well, why not go to someplace like you tell me you want James Conner in Arizona ahead of Philip Lindsay for what James Conner is getting paid? Get the fuck out of here, dude. That's crazy. Or especially considering that San Francisco is paying, you know, guys like Tevin Coleman, actual real American currency to play a running back. Would Tevin you get Coleman this guy on the went to the Jets. Tevin, Tevin, oh, he left the, he's, he's with the Jets? Yeah, and the 49ers oh, God, signed is... Wayne Gallman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that motherfucker. They're still paying uh, Jarek McKinnon big money, though. So my point stands. <laughs> <laughs> my point stands. <laughs> They've mismanaged what should be the cheeriest job in all of football. Put, put Philip Lindsay back there. I'll watch that. And also, I'm not ready to take the L for not knowing that Tevin Coleman signed somewhere. I feel like that is exactly the sort of news that I should have let slide through my filter. <laughs> I'm no one. A, no one's harassing you about it. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a de- it's a deeply deeply irrelevant move. Yeah, Tevin Coleman and Lamichael Pirine. It's great. And Frank Gore, I think, still is Frank Gore still there? Is he Not just he. trying to play on every team at this point? Like Frank Gore is just trying to do he's trying to play with this kid. I think he had a one year contract. I don't think he's still there. I don't think he is either. Where is he? There's no way he's retiring ever. Says it says he has his current team as the Jets. Oh, well, maybe yeah, another does. year. Guy. Well, that's not looking good for P Ryan then, because uh, <laughs> Tevin Coleman well, swooped in. Yeah, if uh, if P Ryan can't beat out Frank Gore and Tevin Coleman, then he wasn't. He wasn't meant was for the not, league. Yep, it was not meant to be, my dude. It was not meant to be. <laughs> Where do you think Adrian Peterson goes? I think he. Uh, just, he said he wants he... to play for a contender in 2021. So where do you yeah, think good. he goes? Good luck getting that gig. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where you can't go, you're not going to go to the Chiefs. You're not going to go. I mean, where are you going to? I go? mean, Shady did it. Why can't he? Shady did it, and Bell did it. So, I guess that team yeah, is. That is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair just going to sign broke ass running backs, man. Yeah, but I, it, the thing is, the difference between like Shady Bell and Peterson is, Shady and Bell can catch really well as well so you can kind of almost put them as a slot guy every once in a while for like a change of pace where like peterson i mean he's not really known for catching very well is my only argument my argument would be that adrian peterson like actually continues to be productive if he gets work where you're he right goes. He, i mean he's the yeah. best of those three you're you're not wrong but it, yeah if i if i was gonna if you told me hey aj your team has to sign an old busted down clydesdale of a running back i would pick him. I'd pick him over Todd Gurley. I'd pick him over Frank Gore. I'd pick Same. him over Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. I, He's still it, explosive and can be very explosive. I'm glad you brought that up because the Falcons don't currently have a running back. <laughs> and we could get him on the cheap. <laughs> contender. He said contender. Um, but I'm not saying I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about us. <laughs> the, the one team I could think doing this because they have in the past signed old, busted, chunky Clydesdales. Because uh, they'd signed an old, busty, chunky Clydesdale of Frank Gore a couple of years ago. It would be Buffalo. I could see Buffalo maybe signing him and just asking him to go out there and crack skulls for eight carries a game or whatever. I could maybe see that. Do you think they give Zach Moss like a chance to like or to see what they have in Zach Moss? Or do you think they just say, "No, nah, fuck it, AP, let's go"? Uh, I mean, I was so I didn't think I'm the wrong guy to ask. I've been pretty anti Zach Moss from moment one. 
just because he's a guy that when he's on the field doesn't impress me a lot and is also just not on the field very much because he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, so, not, I'm not a Zach Moss fan either, yeah. but like more so from like the team standpoint, do they see what they have in the running back before they go out and get AP or do you think they just they sign him and then say, all right, let's go? I mean, I don't think AP is going to be signed by week one. I think he's a guy you bring in week three or or after camp or something like that. Because I don't, I, I don't think AP wants to do a camp either. To be completely honest, I don't think so either. Yeah, so um, I think he wants to go I, in mid season and just whoever has the best record. <laughs> I, I I could see him like Zach Moss is going to have an entire camp and off season program to impress, and if he doesn't, that's that's on him, dude. So. Do you guys have any hot takes on the draft before we start wrapping things up? I'm just Googling pictures of Adam Gase. He is the weirdest looking guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so before we waste any time on Adam Gase, no, I have no hot takes for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want to say Adam Gase is like 30% of the content we've ever done for this show. This is a, a very – Adam Gase is important to the history of this yeah, show. Yeah, but then didn't we throw him into the shadow realm and we were never to speak of him again? Oh, I do think we might have banished him to the space between worlds. I think you're right. Yeah, guys, come on now. Oh. Sorry. My, it's too bad. My bad. Goodbye, my, goodbye, my sweet prince. I'm just going to post I won't a miss bunch you of these much. pictures. Don't mind me. It's for, it's oh, for future content. For fuck's sake, look at those eyeballs, bro. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. He's a weird-looking dude, all right? You guys remember those like those frogs or the, like those little like squishy animals that their eyeballs would like pop <laughs> out and go back? Ball, yeah. Eyes, yeah, eyes would pop out, come back. That's what he looks like. I feel Whoa. like if I squeezed his neck, his eyes would just keep going further out, further out, further out. <laughs> I, 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 you know what he looks like? He looks like like something someone Will Smith would fight in a Men in Black movie. Like he's wearing a poorly, <laughs> poorly fitting human suit. Is is what he what he looks like he's wearing, and I'll I'll, I'll post these pictures on on Facebook for the oh listeners. My but God, there's just yeah, they the, they just keep coming. Like I'm not gonna post anymore, but my God, it's not just like three. It's he's he always looks like this. It's crazy. There, I, I do think there's something that I notice in like lame duck football coaching hires where certain people just seem really bad at like being human beings L- like Adam Gase was definitely what you never felt like he knew how to talk to anyone or do anything like if, if you asked him to like make you dinner he would like microwave canned ravioli just because he doesn't know how to like function as a person and that's why I feel really bad about the Dan Campbell era in Detroit because Dan Campbell goes out there and has a press conference and doesn't say anything that a normal human being would say in conversation with other human beings. It's just complete insanity and awkwardness. I, I, I just feel like it's it's Adam Gase 2.0. It's going to be just bad. It's just going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I good riddance. I, I, it, I'll put. Don't talk about Adam Gase. Sorry, I brought it up. I uh, <laughs> rehashing old things however please watch that twitter video after the podcast holy shit it's really funny um i don't have any hot takes about the uh draft um, <laughs> okay that's good I'm glad, we, I'm glad we got through that fucking fastball of a question i tossed out to you guys you nailed we it. muscled our way through it great job guys um oh goodbye sweet prince enjoy the space between worlds again i'll miss you adam gaze the shadow realm Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you guys ready to wrap it up? You got anything else you want to talk about tonight? 
No, that's nothing football related. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna bring up, you know, the Jake Paul fucking boxing match that was. We can talk atrocious. about that. Oh my, what is there to talk about? I mean, I just, I th- we talked briefly. It's just, it's amazing that a guy has created such a good career of boxing, fighting people that aren't boxers. Yeah, it's. <laughs> my favorite part was he went out and beat that fat old man that he fought. Yeah, Ben Askren, yep. who, mm-hmm. who is most well-known for getting Superman punched and knocked the fuck out by Jorge Masvidal. Like, mm-hmm. The dude's a meme. Like, Stop he it. is literally a meme. Uh, yep. And, yeah, I don't... I don't know, dude. It, it's it's easy to fight when you're not getting hit back. Um, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, that's what made, like... Mike Tyson was... A, in my opinion, the scariest boxer alive because yep, the scariest man ever. Yep. He would just get, you could beat the shit out of him and he would just come at you and beat the, like he would beat you 20 times harder. And I don't even know if Jake Paul's really been hit. So it's just, it's super annoying, but I, he's getting the bag. So fuck like I mean, it's so, working. <laughs> so, um, speaking of people who don't know how to be people, uh, Jake Paul is an excellent example of that. Cause I, he like releases Instagram video a couple of days ago. It's like, Oh, everyone said I'm not a real fighter, blah, blah. And then he just like opens up a duffel bag and like pours money on his lawn. And he's like, that's what I have to say to that. I'm like, no one said you didn't have money. Like, that's not, I feel like you're having a different conversation. That's also a Floyd We're, Mayweather fucking thing to do. Like, that's not that's not just him. Like, there's a lot of fucking boxers that do that. Conor McGregor does shit like that in his own way. Like, I'm just saying. It's who do you think can read better, uh, Floyd Mayweather or Jake Paul? I mean, I'm going to have to give that title to Jake Paul. Probably. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Be a fucking Flo- Flo- Floyd Mayweather's like, whole, whole, his whole MO is hard work, can't read. You know what I mean? So, like, when you're flaunting that around at, like, your fights, yeah. mm, Jake Paul's going to have to have yeah. to win that one. I don't know. Well, I heard he said some shit about uh, Daniel Cormier uh, yesterday, and I'm just like, oh, no. dear God, please. Well, no. That's- he already went off, and he said, he's like, I'm not going to waste my time. He's like, what makes you think you deserve to fight me? Man, but... Oh, my God, but please. He, but he could. I would, I so, would pay... So much money to see that pay per view. He would, so he would, he wouldn't do it. Like he's not gonna do it. But do you know who, what name he did throw out, and they responded was Tyron Woodley. I'd watch that as well. Tyron Woodley said he would fight Jake Paul and his quarterman, but they would have to go into the MMA. Yeah, that's the thing. All those MMA guys want to fight MMA. MMA. Well, that's yeah, not going like, to happen. He's not stupid. He's not because they want to go down to the ground. They want to throw elbows. They they want to do like an actual fucking fight and not right. with some like eight pound boxing gloves. Right. I don't. I, I don't mean, think he'll ever do that. Even though, like, if I recall correctly, like Jake Paul was like really big into wrestling. I think that what he's kind of like known for. Like, I think they were both wrestlers. Yeah, they're both, both like the, wrestlers. The whatever, but yeah. no shot. That guy's gonna put him in harm because he that's you're gonna have actual damage done to you like for real and, you, and you Tyron really yeah. is like old and washed up like i hate to say it like he uh, he he was one of my like my, my dudes when i was watching fighting but like he's old and washed up and i still think he would beat jake paul absolutely i so you mentioned mike tyson before and mike tyson obviously was a transcendent fighter in about a million different ways but i think the thing that like made him the greatest ever was he was at the time he was fighting legitimately angry like he was a deeply deeply 
deeply angry man that fought because fighting felt good. And it, I, I feel like uh, Daniel Cormier has that same sort of anger. And I really want him to fight a guy who fights because he wants to hurt people. Because, <laughs> like, Ben Askren's like, yeah, I just pay me so I can go back to not being a fighter. So I can go back to buying crypto. That's what <laughs> yeah, he does now. He's so- like a crypto fucking coach or analyst or whatever the fuck I, I want him to fight someone that actually like has fighting like has a desire to fight because I, I do think that's gonna gonna be different but that's not what he does he like he he Jake Paul's job is not to be a fighter it's to sell the idea of being Jake Paul that's that's been the second that's just, just a new way to sell being Jake Paul so. selling a meme and it's working mm-hmm. yeah I mean as I said he's making the money it's it's kind of a mockery of the sport I mean I know UFC's way more popular anyway and it's more entertaining mm-hmm. to a certain degree but yeah totally more watchable. it's literally just a mockery of the sport um at this point it's literally just a money-making machine it's not even about sports it's it's, it's a sitcom it sucks it sucks a lot so here's my thought if jake paul's already gonna fight people that aren't fighters uh why not just fight clark I think that we should. I would fight Jake Paul. Like, hold on. Like, if we're gonna throw a bag (laughs) into this, let let me get some pickings first, okay? It's true. Like, yeah. I I mean, I would. I'd fight. I'd lose to Jake Paul for money if that amount of money. Exactly. I I would take my chances on on getting my ass kicked or beating his ass if I got a fat stack of cash. Absolutely. I'll take the elegance, Jake Paul. Whatever, dude. Like, you've been in the ring five times. When's the last time I stepped into a ring? A long fucking time ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I think all four of us should fight Jake Paul for half of what they paid Ben Askren. We'll split it. <laughs> Easy. What is it like a tag team re- like WWE? <laughs> so I guess we'll leave it. We'll leave it to Jakey Poo, man. We'll uh, we'll either all fight them all at once, or tap in, or tap out, or like a wrestling tournament. We'll just like we'll wall do rounds, and then we'll just go go from there. I love it. Dude, we'll we'll have our people reach out to their people. We'll, we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. We are our own people, so we are reaching out right now. Go ahead and signal boost us. Hashtag four on one. Oh <laughs> Tweet it at Jake Paul. Okay, but Be before there. we wrap up, before we wrap up the show, quick programming note: uh, we will uh, because of the draft and because of grown up schedules, uh, we will not be having a proper Hot Boys show next week. Just because the second we do any sort of recording, the draft will make whatever we said completely fucking irrelevant. True. And plus, we just want to like fucking have some brewskis and, and watch football or watch uh, watch the draft. draft. So um, there has been some talk that we might do some sort of live stream on Facebook around the draft. We might do something like that. That would be our show if we can get it logistically and technically to work. Uh, we will do that. So just watch our Facebook to see if that's going to go down. But otherwise, we'll probably see you in two weeks. In the meantime, you can see what the Hot Boys are doing by following us on Twitter. Me at Wisco Kunzi, Cody at Codarius One, and Pete at JellyXT underscore. And definitely follow us on Facebook. That's where the community is. That's where the memes are, and that's where if we do a live stream, that's what where it will be. So yeah. get you, yeah. get you get to see you know TC flexing for his cat. Yep, he will definitely flex uh, have. He will definitely. <laughs> he will definitely have his muscles on show, like it's his fucking Instagram. So, or his OnlyFans, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, until for the next two weeks, everyone, stay hot there, boys. See you guys. Later. Later. Later.